Welcome to another episode of Life on a Mission podcast. Before we get started here, I wanted to encourage all our listeners to subscribe to our podcast. That way you never miss a new episode. Also, rate our podcast on Apple Podcasts and feel free to give us some feedback. We definitely appreciate all three of those things. I just wanted to start out the show by letting everybody know. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LomePod. With all that being said, here's another episode. I hope you all enjoy it. And it is Life on a Mission podcast. Sitting here chopping up with my brother Fonz. It's your bro stuff. We didn't gone ahead and uh, had ourselves a week. Had ourselves a week. You know, and the thing that we're talking about right now, I think it's pretty important. I mean, we were chopping it up off air, but now... um. Let's go there. Let's go there, bro. Yeah, we got to do it, man. I mean, Life on a Mission podcast, this is what we do, man. Bringing real life conversation to the table, you know, two brothers and doing very well in our respective fields. And again, we're here to just drop game, man. And that's why I love our podcast, man, because we really just doing this out of the love of just dropping the game out here. So, 100%. Yeah, without being said, man, I mean, we're going to talk about very important things, man. College, you know, how we feel about that in terms of, you know, people picking the career paths that they choose. And then we're going to chop up a little bit about technology uh, again. And we're going to continuously do that throughout the lifespan of this because that, that's where we, we see success. And that's where we've seen other people, you know, in our networks have success. And, you know, it's not even surprising to me that like a lot of people who have worked with in IT, their backgrounds are completely different. Like, I don't think I know anybody who's in IT who strictly has been in IT since the beginning. Like, uh, a very few people that I've met, like, were building computers from a young age, playing with technology from a young age, and then ended up having a very good, successful IT cybersecurity career or whatever it is in their field. A lot of the people that I talk to, especially nowadays, <clears throat> and they're really good in their respective fields, are coming from a bunch of different fields. So they're coming from the medical field. They're coming from accounting and finance. They're coming from English. Some of them have been teachers. Some of them have been uh, nurses. I mean, the amount of people that I've talked to and I've asked them, like, how did you get here? I'm even shocked myself. That's why we really need to think. That's why I think this episode really needs to kind of focus on the college piece because... If I'm speaking to people and people are filtering or finding their way into the tech field from different career paths where maybe they thought that was the career for them back then when they were in college or whatnot, and somehow they landed up in IT, I think it's worth talking about because it kind of shows me that, you know, there might be a, a disconnect there <laughs> between, between what people are selecting to do for a career when they don't really know what they want to do with their lives versus when real life comes at you and kicks you in the butt and then you realize that oh my god i need to to pivot into something else because you know i need more funds to live the lifestyle that i want to live or even just live comfortably you know what i'm saying so that's why we're really talking about that today because i've had these conversations and i'm like it's not it's not overly shocking to me to find someone who's in it who didn't necessarily start out in IT. Uh, so I think we need to talk about that. Um, and Steph, I want to ask you, so when it comes to college, are you, well, what's your opinion about college? Because I have my opinion, but I want to I hear it from you because, you know, you didn't go to college. 
uh, and you have a different path. So I want to hear what your take is on this. Hey, man. And first off, fire intro, bro. I hope y'all really picked up on some of the concepts my man was putting down. And let's say this, in my opinion on college, if you absolutely are going for a trade that requires a collegiate degree and that that's your first level professional certification in some form or factor, mm-hmm. then um, I 100% think that college is something that you should be striving to get into and into the best college that you can get into. Right. 100%. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, our surgeons, I want our surgeons going to the best. I want our surgeons being the best. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I mean? Right. But the thing is, basket weavers, and there's basket weaving degrees. Um, I don't think you necessarily need to go to college, pursue debt, pursue, you know, um, learning from someone who, in all honestly, typically is not actively in the field practicing what they're teaching. That's another um, thing. Mm. You know, that, that's the biggest thing. That's yeah, just the that's, biggest thing for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I went with a non-offensive way to speak on this today, y'all, because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings of what goes to college. I don't want to impact anyone's decision to go to college that is thinking about going to college for the right reason. You are going to incur a lot of debt going to medical school, full stop. Right. If you don't otherwise have it paid for, I mean, you're going to incur a lot of debt. Mm-hmm. That is worthwhile debt. I mean, you'll be able to, <laughs> your salary will be able to handle that. <laughs> and then, some, right, exactly. And, some. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this is real life. We talked about real life, we talked about this. And, and I'm not going to give y'all anything, but from a real life perspective. And in real life, mm-hmm. we don't got a whole lot of basket weavers out here. You know, that's just the, that's just the hottest trade floating around out here. I mean, basket weaving jobs, 100,000 and up. I mean, starting point. Mm-hmm. We, we don't have a lot of that floating around out here. And in fact, you can't point. You, you, you could throw a needle in a haystack and maybe find one basket weaver that's doing it at a professional level. I mean, right. I'm just being honest. I'm just being 100% honest. Right. Name a name a basket weaver that you know that's doing that is the hundred percent that's that's their trade and they're able to feed themselves, potentially sustain a family, you know, do the things that everyone wants to do. I mean, again, there's a reason why people are drawn to the Instagram lifestyle, you know, people seeing the money, people seeing the the trips, people seeing the whips. People love that shit. They love it. And and the thing is, trades that are profitable can help you achieve these these goals um if they're goals for you um and and even if they aren't goals the bigger thing that my brother put down for you let's talk let's later for the flash just being able to live comfortable i don't know too many comfortable living basket weavers because i don't know any basket weavers full-time you know what i'm saying and again that's a degree you could go pursue Mm. there are a lot Mm. of people that pursue things like and i I don't I'm gonna be offensive to maybe the person who's gonna hear this, but whatever. I mean, this is on you, bro. Um, there are people that pursue, say, psychology degrees, and they'll stop at the bachelor level, and you know, and that's a common thing. You know, people that have a bachelor's in psychology. I do, and they're in IT. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They had to transition <laughs> to go get some money, right? <laughs> you know, they, they, because they figured this bachelor's in psychology ain't hitting for nothing. That's how you gotta look at this thing. We're going into a late stage of the capitalism game, okay? We're in late stage capitalism. And in late stage capitalism, you can't afford to dilly-dally. You're basically and effectively a lottery system to get into the best career paths. Why stack the odds against yourself exponentially for something you're not even sure you really want to do? You know what I mean? What you really want to do, as we've discussed and just, you know, expounded on, what you really want to do is be able to flex the whips on Instagram. What you really want to be able to do is have the property. What you really want to be able to do is have the investments, the income, percentage. You want to be in that time. Again, we went to school in elementary school. They would tell you about A's, B's and C's, right? You had grades, it's percentages associated to those grades. And everybody wanted to be an A student. Let's be A students in life. You know, <laughs> you know, you know, let's just be A students in life. And I think college does not necessarily prepare you for that. 
Yeah, yeah. man. I think, um, yeah, you made some good points, man. I think for the audience, I think what Steph's trying to say is like, essentially what I would say, where I think like, you know, a lot of times people graduate high school or whatever, and then, you know, you, you go to college, but you don't really have a plan for like what you want to do. Like a lot of people, when I was in college, like the very first two years, a lot of people are still deciding on what they want to do, you know, with their majors and stuff. So like my, in my opinion, I think if you go to college, it's it would it's very wise for you to go to college and know exactly which career field you want to go in. And also take time to do research on these career paths that you want to go in. You might want to go in and do psychology, for example, or everybody wants to go in and do business. I mean, it's okay to go in and do business, <laughs> but the thing is, a lot of people that I know who are in business actually started businesses before they even went to college and ran them for maybe like one or two or three years. And then they went to college after they had actually established the business and started running it. And the perspectives that I get from them are really shocking. A lot of them said that, man, I go to college and now I'm in, I'm learning, you know, I'm doing my business degree, my bachelor's. And a lot of the stuff I'm learning in college doesn't even apply to the way I run my business for real. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Or it's not, it doesn't have the specific use cases for a successful business person. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's just one example when it comes to business. I think another thing I've seen like psychology, I mean, psychology, definitely good field. We need a clinical psychologist. People need that in life. Um, but like Steph said, like if you're not pursuing that at a higher level, you know, after your first degree, it's not going to be one that can sustain you in the long run, right? Usually if you're doing that kind of work, you want to even be able to, to get to the point where you can even establish your own practice. Because if you do that, then you, you, you're no longer working for somebody's firm. You're working for your own firm as an established psychologist, clinical, or specializing in whatever kind of psychology you studied whatsoever. So, so, you know, that's when you really kind of see the money that a lot of successful psychologists have. And, you know, those are the psychologists that are writing books as well. Those psychologists that are dropping game on podcasts as well. You know, they're doing stuff in their community, social media. So it's not just, they're making multiple streams of revenue in different areas within their same field, but, you know, giving value and providing their service in multiple different ways as well, not just with their current, with their job per se. Exactly. So, you know, for you to, you know, I think if you, if, if, and usually it's like, it's like that for young people, man. Like, you know, when you, when you're young, you're not really, you know, too concerned about, you know, what, what life's going to look like later. You just, you know, you just young, you try to have fun. You know, I, I get that. Uh, but, you know, it actually is, that's the best time to actually, when you're young, that's the best time to actually put an emphasis and focus on how you're going to shape and build out your life. Because if you wait till later, it can, at that point, I think you're just playing catch up. Like you, you're playing catch up because you lost the time and then you're older and then more life, more life situations are coming at you a lot, a lot quicker that are a lot more priority that you actually need to take care of. So it, it makes sense for you to take care of them at a young age and prioritize them, you know, still have fun, you know, do what you got to do, but take care of the way, in what, the way in which you want to structure your career, the degree that you pick and, and look at, look, and it's, it's just as easy as going on Google. If I become a electrical engineer, what kind of money, what kind of salaries are paid for those positions right after, right after college as a, as a college degree, you know, holder because you're not the only one there's like a bunch of other people who have degrees as well and one thing that i noticed bro i mean and it's still shocking to me even to this day like yeah i have the degree and all that but like nobody has ever asked me for to see it like <laughs> like 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 i mean thinking to myself i'm like i've been thinking to myself i'm like i could just say i had a degree the whole time i didn't have it like you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> people pull it off. Actually, it's it, it's actually happened. It's a yeah, common and, thing and, that's and, happened actually. And not not that that's not something I would never do. Yeah, obviously. But 
but the, the fact that I've gone into jobs and nobody has ever asked them to see the actual physical degree or even a copy of it. They just ask, you have it? And I'm like, yeah. And that's it. They want to know what skills do I have? What skills do I have? What kind of work experience do I have? Those two things are more important. They want to ask me questions on scenarios, on use cases, on how I would solve problems, etc. Those are the skills that people want to because when they know that you have those skills, then you know they know that they have someone who's workable. They can bring them in and they can make them, you know, successful employee because they know that you can deal with situations, handle problems, create solutions, manage teams, communicate well. You know, you have the 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 mindset to run an established business. So when that person's not there, they can walk away and feel comfortable knowing that things are going to be handled. You have the technical acumen to fix problems, to implement solutions, to solve cases. And I'm just throwing all these things out, but these are the things that people are actually looking for. You have the, the ability to co-mingle, you know, and work with your coworkers effectively and get projects done. You have the ability to be trustworthy enough to work uh, individually. So nobody has to really manage you like that. These are all the things that they're really looking for. A college, college degree is great. You know, like Steph said, when you want to be the doctor, you need to go to school for those types of things. You don't, we, we don't want our medical professionals <laughs> not going to college. <laughs> Full stop. But yeah, <laughs> but we want, you know, but any things where it's specific to a trade, you can start learning those trades even right when you're in high school. You're doing software development. You can learn a code in high school. You can take courses. You can get Google certifications, Python, C++, whatever, even before you go to college. And even and then if you want to go to college and do the computer science degree, you already got a head start because you was already working on it before you got there. And you know exactly that you're going to go to um, you know, Carnegie Mellon and you're going to be a computer science major. And if you go to Carnegie Mellon and get a computer science degree, that's a very established uh, program. Yeah, you'll be able to land a job at a big, big, big firm if they see you got a college degree from Car Carnegie Mellon in technology. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, like Steph said, like if you if a lot of people don't really know what they're doing, you know, when they're younger, but we think it's very beneficial for people to put an emphasis on trying to figure out the direction that they want and making sure that they take time to research what kind of salaries these, these, um, these positions are going to get you. And a lot of people, I think, man, I think, bro, I think the main thing is a lot of people are passionate about stuff, but I think sometimes, man, you just have to put your passion to the side um, and actually just work on something and work on something that's going to actually support your passion. If that makes sense, put yourself, being a put, your, put yourself in a position where you're going to, it's going to enable you to support the passion that you have, whether that's, right. whether that's you painting, whether that's you making music, whatever passion you have, you know, make it, make sure that you have a solid foundation so that you can support whatever passion you have. You might want to, uh, you know, help, help the world in some fashion. But for you to do that, you're gonna need some, you're gonna need some finances to back that to some degree. Now I'm not saying you need millions or billions to make an impact, but you're gonna need some finances to actually make an make a difference in a community or help uh, you know organizations or you know different groups and demographics that you choose to support. Um, you're gonna need some kind of financial backing behind that. So put yourself in a position to support your passion. And I think a lot of people, they chase passion, they chase passion, they chase passion, but sometimes your passion just doesn't pay right out of the gate. So you need to put yourself in position so that, you know, you can fund that and then your passion can pay you later. Man, you couldn't put it better than that. You know, I'm, I'm very, very passionate about what you say. And that's the thing. That's what people need to start, you know, divorcing themselves from the fantasy of life that they put in front of themselves and start marrying themselves to the reality of life. And the reality is the reality. You know, we're not, back in the day, 
let's say in the 1600s and the 1500s, you know, it, it would have been hot to be a blacksmith. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you yeah. if you were the blacksmith in your town, man, come on. You you the guy. Like, you were the guy. <laughs> they had a mm-hmm. forge for you. You got the Guild of the King's Crib, all kinds. Of, if you were good, I mean, please, you made a mm-hmm. nice living for yourself. Being a blacksmith, you know what I'm saying? And the thing is, there were certain blacksmiths that they were very industrial about it. They just got their job done. Boom. And then there are others that they liked being, you know, they like pottery. They liked, you know, ornate designs and all other kinds of stuff. And so they incorporated that into all of the things that they would create. And again, that's how you have to look at your life. You could look at your life as this. I'm not going to pursue a career path that I know without a shadow of a doubt is going to make me, you know, be able to sustain myself. I'm going to, in fact, pursue something that has, you know, a crap shot. You know, I might I might hit one day, but until then, I'm just going to be, you know, living, living rough. You know, it's just going to be it's going to be a rough life for me up until the time I can hit if that ever happens. But here's the thing. You could be a tradesperson and still try to pursue these other things. Will you be able to pursue them at the extent and the length that you will be able to, su- to pursue them if you were, you know, all in, as it were? No. But life on a mission, we don't teach about being all in on anything. We teach about what? Risk, diversification. Because that's the thing. Being a risk managed person in general in life. It makes more sense. Carry your life like that. Your life is on a mission. And you might have one destination. But I think that destination. Really changes as you get older. I mean, I, I really do. And I think you, you need to really think about. What you want your journey to look like. On that mission. How, how do you want to impact the people around you. On that mission that you're going on. Because I know a lot of people struggling artists and they basically are leeches to most of the people around them. I mean, I'm not trying to be crude. I'm just being a factual person. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> right. Is that not yeah. true? <laughs> yeah, true. Let, yeah. let's, let's break down the layers here. I know a lot of quote unquote creatives that are leeches to the people around them, the people that they love the most and hold dearest. They're leeches because they have foregone the pursuit of a craft that will actually be a benefit to the system in which they are in. And I mean, that's just the reality of life. You had a man like Bill Withers. He lived his whole life, man. I mean, this man had a whole job. I don't remember what his job was. It wasn't anything he was obviously, you know, writing home about. It it didn't come up in his music. Mm -hmm. And yet at 40 something years old, he hit on that music tip, but he didn't live a struggling artist's life. Coming up into 40 years old, being a, becoming a megastar. He didn't live a struggling artist's life. He lived a responsible man's life. I'm just being honest. Just being, just being honest. It's responsible to practice a trade that can pay the bills. I mean, if you're living in this jungle, we in a concrete jungle, right? Yeah. <laughs> you living in a concrete jungle. You got to have a skill in the concrete jungle. Yeah. Gotta have a skill, have multiple skills. Then you can do all your passion on the side, but you're in the concrete jungle. Stop thinking it's sweet out here, because it's not. <laughs> this is real yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. But also, like, 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 like I said in the beginning, man, a lot of people I talk to, especially in the tech industry, they're coming from a lot of different uh backgrounds, man. So like I know people who like didn't go to college and they're in tech. I know people that coming from being nurses. I know people that are coming from being teachers. I know people who are coming from degrees in psychology. I mean, marketing, accounting, I mean, everything, man, like, you know, and, and, and they're not, they didn't find the success that they thought they would in those areas. And now they're in technology. And it's just interesting to me to hear that, you know, Hear how they hit, right? Yeah. My mother was a nurse that came into IT. Yeah. Like I've, I haven't met, I've only met very few. Oh, my parents were in IT. So I'm in IT or I went to study computer science, you know, now I'm a software developer or it's a lot of people who did degrees in different things. Like even I know a lady who did a a degree in like, um, like a political science, political science. 
<laughs> and she's now in software development. I mean, I mean, and, and that's why we like the tech field because it's not like a lot of fields you can do this. We can't leave the tech field and go and become doctors. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. We could leave like, this field and go become electricians if we were good enough electricians and got certifications and computer right, right. We could leave. This is a trade. This is what I love about being a tradesperson. And here's the biggest thing: learning multiple trades. There's somebody who's going on rounds around the internet right now. Shouts out to that brother. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we're not doing shout outs for right now. But shouts out to that brother. Trades are very important. I mean, I've put a big emphasis on them over my lifetime because learning them, you will be able to put them to use effectively. People want tradespeople. Why? Because they want to get things done. At the end of the day, mm -hmm. someone's got to get it done. And yep. the thing is, the thing to get done most of the times is not basket weaving. Most of the times in the information age, the thing to get done has something to do with a human, a mouse, a keyboard, a monitor, <laughs> and the internet. <laughs> I like how I like how you broke that down. But like outside of IT, what do you think other trades are that people could get? They're not like familiar. Like I know, like you, you can you can get a trade. Like let's say, like if you knew how to do plumbing or you knew how to do like electricity, electricity. You know what I'm saying? Or you knew you knew how to do uh repair cars, like car servicing. Like you know what I'm saying? Six figures. Yeah, everything I mean, you just named six figure uh -huh. career paths. Trades yeah. that they, they someone's got to get it done, right, bro? Someone's got to yeah. actually do it. After all the talking's done, uh -huh. then the doing has to happen. And right. the doer is always going to get someone wanting them to get it done. That's a yeah. fact. And yeah. then you just have to negotiate what terms in which you're going to get it done at. And then uh -huh. what level you can get that negotiation handle is basically your level in the game, your level of skill, your level of experience. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. This is the straight. This is the trades game. And I yeah. love being a trades person. GED success story. Y'all know the Twitter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love being a trades person. Yeah, man. I, I love yeah. having multiple trades. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's just it's just one of those things, man. Like I said, like I had these conversations. People are filtering into the tech field a lot, and every every week I got people asking me every week, like, "Hey, I'm trying to get into cybersecurity." Hey, you know, I got people. Uh, some I'd say right now it's like. Percentage-wise, like seventy percent are people coming from different fields, and then thirty percent are people who are actually like, "Hey, I went to college, I studied cyber, I studied IT, I studied computer science. I'm trying to do cybersecurity, et cetera, et cetera." But around seventy percent of people asking me every week are like from different areas, you know. So this is just something that I've noticed, and I think it's something that you probably noticed as well, you know, when it comes to uh, your speciality or just IT in general. Um, so it, it, it's something that we think is super important and that's why we kind of stress like, you know, a lot of, a lot of people, you know, when they're young, they don't really know what they're going to do, which is fine. You know, we didn't have things figured out necessarily when we were young like that, but we kind of had a plan, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't just out here just moving like, oh man, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I, you know, three years into college, I still don't know what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's not good. That's I not good. I, no I got. I had to sit down with myself and say, okay, which way do I want to go? What direction? How can I get there? Um, and then you know, just go through go through your plan and, and see if see if you can make the most out of it. But having a plan, picking the right degrees, all those things kind of put you in the right direction going in life. So it's super important. Um, you know, and then and and then it avoids you from pivoting later on in life and trying to do a U-turn and say, oh, I try to, I need to go back and get a trade now, or I need to go back and go back to college again to learn something else. College is not the only place you can learn things. Like even if you go to a college, you get a degree in psychology, it doesn't really work out for you. I would not recommend you go back to college again then and try and do something. I'd recommend you buy somebody's course, find courses online. There's help. There's a lot of courses on Udemy. Uh, there's a lot of courses on Google about tech. Like there's a lot of courses on Pluralsight. There's courses everywhere. I'd say get a course, find out the certifications for that specific area that you need, and go and get those certifications, get the courses, and then start network start networking with folks who are doing the things that you want to do within that specific area. And that should put you on a good track, at least get you 
close enough to interviews, you know, get yourself in the door. And then from there, you know, once you get that experience, you can build yourself up in whatever direction you want to go. So I like how you put that, man. Yeah. And especially the emphasis, emphasis that you put at the end there, bro. Like, man, going back to school, like, all right, you went to school. It didn't work out for four years, six years, whatever. And then you decide rather than try to figure out the income thing now, I'm going to go back to school and just try that route again. If you do that, that's 10 years, eight, eight, 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Like That's a long time, man. It's a long time. You know, yeah. we're thinking about a career over the course of 11 years. I've gotten myself to principal architect. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Principal. And I can go be a principal architect anywhere. And that didn't take me going into debt. That took me going into self-inflicted study and then career maneuvering to actually make more money as I learned more. More challenges, more money. Not more challenges, no money. Think about life like that. Because the thing is, life is thinking about you like that. You got bills, right? Or someone's paying them. Just be real with yourself and be real with the world. And and, then, and just think, all right, because everyone who's complaining, I find this a lot, bro. Everyone who's complaining about income, complaining about money, they always have money to do little extraneous stuff, man. Always. Oh, that's that's a fact, man. Always. And I mean, regularly doing extraneous activity <laughs> besides getting money. You know what I'm saying? Right. Besides getting money. When I ain't got no money, man, which ain't, that's been a long ass time, my brother. When <laughs> I ain't got no money, that's all that's on my money. You know, I'm not I'm not hanging out. I'm not smiling and cheesing. I'm scheming. I'm getting money. I'm, I'm getting money. If I'm not getting money, I'm getting to the money. How about that? You're finding your way. You're finding a way. Gotta find a way to the bread, right? Mm -hmm. That's yeah. that's the through line. They call it go. My father cold told me that cold ass nigga. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Bring it back. Told me this when I was 12. They call it go. Because if you don't got green, you're stopped. You're not going anywhere. You're stopped. You're in perpetual stop. With that green light, you're gone. You're going. Mm -hmm. We want you to go. And that's what we're saying. That's all our podcast is about is that go. Not that show money, that go money. We want you to be able to get, get moving. Get some things going. Get some investments going. Again, what are we talking about on this podcast? We don't always go into technology, but we going into it today because we trace people passionate and successful in our craft. <laughs> you know, this is facts. My man Fonz is a tradesman. He a college boy, but he's a tradesman. <laughs> Get it? Mm -hmm. This is important. This is extremely important because I know college boys that ain't tradesmen that can't get nothing going at all. You know what they yeah, can do? Man. Nothing because they don't have skills that pay the bills. You decided, and this is why I rock with you the long way. This is why we do a podcast together. This is why we, you know, going to have a, a long-term friendship, many years to come. Years have passed, years are going to pass. Why? Because I know you're on your cash mission. You're going to get to your money. You're going to get to your money. If tomorrow the technology field crashes and burns, and again, we planned our careers out for something that wouldn't happen. Why? Life on a mission. <laughs> but if the ability were to happen, because <laughs> again mm -hmm. uh, it, everything comes to an end every bubble pops if that right. bubble was to pop tomorrow bro and i will be on the next money move tomorrow do you get it not wowsy wowsy whoa whoa <laughs> damn yeah, man life yeah. is bad now nah mm -hmm. life gonna stay good <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah you got you got maneuver to the next thing i mean there's no point of you know if the, the, you know I like I like believing that you know life can change quickly, man. If you stay down and focus on what you're supposed to do, like just because you're just just because you may not be in the best position, it doesn't mean you have to stay there forever. Like, and that's and I think both of us we you know we living proof of that. 
might not necessarily be in the best position to start out or whatever, um, at whatever stage we were in our lives, but that didn't mean that we had to stay there. No, it meant that we had to figure it out and say, look, this is where we at. How do we get up, you know, and out of here or up into a better space? So, you know, it's just one of those things in life. You, things can change quickly, but you got to stay down and you got to focus. You got to learn how to go without things for a little bit. It doesn't mean you, you have to shut everything out of your life, but like temporarily you can deviate away from things that just are not that important and just focus on what you need to do so that you can get to a point where you can live with freedom, abundance, and, you know, do what you want. So I think that's the most important thing. Like I love talking to people who are, you know, finding their way in IT from different areas, because when I talk to people like that, you know, not only can I share my experience, but like, it also just, you know, it makes me remember where I, where I came from. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it makes me remember where I came from. Cause I'm like, I was this kid, I was this person two, three years ago. You know what I'm saying? So life can change quickly and it did change quickly for me, but I had to stay down. I had to go without things for a while. You know, I had to really focus in on what it was that I wanted to create a plan and bro, stick not to with cut it. you off, bring it back. You said how yeah. many years ago again, bro? Say say that for the people again. How many years ago? It was two, three years ago. <laughs> is that like a lifetime ago? It's not a lifetime. It's not twelve. But, but your life has come. It feels like damn near a lifetime ago, as far as the results you've seen in your life, right, bro? It's completely different. This is. I right, keep going, man. I just had to bring that, bring that back. That would be a DJ. Yeah. Bring that shit back. <laughs> I said two to three years ago. All right, keep going. Yeah, bro. yeah, man. I mean, it's just one of those things, you know. Like, you know, you go without certain things for a while. Focusing on what you you got to do to get yourself to the next uh, arena. And once you're in that arena, make sure the seats are full. That's all you got to do. <laughs> Just make sure oh. the seats are full. <laughs> make sure the seats are full. That's all you got to do. You're already in the arena. You just got to make sure that the stadium is filled. And that's it. That's all you got to do. Star power. I mean, that's the thing. It's star time. And, and that's being a new technology star. In the news yesterday, there's going to be a new one in the news today and a new one in the news tomorrow. It might not be the, the national news, but it's going to be the news that matters. I'm telling you, we have trade publications, people. <laughs> like, you could, it could be you. It could be your child. Like, I just read something the other day. I mean, got me like, whoa, what am I doing? This guy, his daughter is like an eight-year-old or a six-year-old the youngest certified Microsoft uh, professional at this time right now. Six or seven, eight years old and certified, like a, like a certified, like a guru level with Excel right now. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Coaching, trades, these are things that trans, trans translate across the world. I mean, people care about your trade. I don't care if your trade is physical. I mean, you, but you're going to have to be real with yourself. Like, again, if you got hoop dreams, I'm not going to be the person to say, yeah, you a clown. Like, nah, get your life together. Figure out another trade. Like, go in, go hard as you need to go at that trade. But stack yourself up against the competition and be realistic about where you land at that. And then back yourself up with a trade, another trade. That's the thing. You can have multiple trades. Trades are not that hard. <laughs> I mean, it's just not that hard if you commit to it. That's the biggest thing. For a period of time, you just have to have that commitment. Like, I think we got to dig into, like, how we did it. Because, again, people are thinking, like, yeah, it sounds good. But, again, how did you do it? Like, what we did is we sat down with the material. We give you guys material to go through. Like, Pluralsight, you know, like, YouTube Academy, like, Microsoft Docs, Amazon has reputation. Exactly. We, we give you guys sites to go to. And the thing is, you can look up certifications in different pathways. But if you want to peel back the layers, you want to do the non-complex thing. The easiest thing to do, pick a lane and just put yourself on rails on it. Again, my man said he knew someone with a poli-sci degree 
that became a software developer. And that's something I, I can't fathom myself becoming a software developer. Like, oh my God, oh my God. It, you give me a brain freeze even thinking about developing software on a regular basis as a software yeah. developer. Mm-hmm. And yet this woman put herself on rails on that track line and did what I know in my heart of hearts, as I like to say, I could actually have gotten done myself. I could become a software developer because I mean, I've done what I've actually done low code development. Like I've done, <laughs> but not yeah. at that level again, not at that level because of what of an innate mental roadblock I've put in my own way. I want you folks to focus in on that. You're putting innate mental roadblocks in your own way. Mm-hmm. Those things are going to stop any of this information we're telling you right now from becoming actualized because you have to act. It's called applied information for a reason. And we're in the applied information sciences field. That's our trade. We right, apply right. information science. You have to apply the knowledge that we're transmitting to you over these airwaves. Got to go ahead and say, all right, plural site. Just pick one. If, if, if we say too many, <laughs> pick one, <laughs> pick one. Yeah. Just to just to kind of go over that uh, that uh, that lady that the young lady that I was speaking with, or she, she told me about her story. I mean, the way in which she did it. I mean, she went and she got a Google Google Cloud certificate, right? So right. Google has these uh, scholarships running where you can do like free like certification courses and stuff. So she started out doing that just to learn like the cloud technology, you know, from scratch, right? And then on the side, she was working on. Uh, development. So, you know, she opened up her own GitHub repo. GitHub is like a online uh, code repository. So you can go in there and you can find communities and people who have written code for all types of different use cases, whether it be specific to a, a tool, a technology, or even just people who are coding for fun and they're just sharing their code. So she opened up a GitHub repo, got that going, started developing, started putting stuff in her repo, you know, projects she's working on, automation, little different use cases here and there. So, you know, all this stuff when you're a developer is important because, you know, when you interview for these jobs, people want to know what kind of development work have you done? You know, what kind of portfolio do you have? You know, especially when you're coming in with no experience, what you need to show someone your code and they can look at it and be like, okay, this person can write code. This person can debug. This person can work with Visual Studio. This person can work with APIs, so she was. She had already gotten into the 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 mustard of all these different tools, and she had you know played with them so much. She had written projects, you know, even if they're not business use cases necessarily, they still show potential of somebody you know who can make it at that level. So it did. It only took her a couple interviews. You know, her skill set was already there. Her knowledge of cloud was already there. And she ended up just in joining an organization where they're doing continuous integration and continuous development in, in Google platform. So now she's doing development in that kind of space. So that's how it started out. And you see a lot of different things she did there, uh, a lot of action taken, a lot of study time, a lot of time developing, looking at code, getting certified, and, you know, most important thing doing interviews and failing not afraid to fail you know you're doing interviews i mean what's the worst case what's the worst thing that can happen i mean it just doesn't go through i mean but that's not the end of the world you just gotta the fact that you even got the interview is a positive thing most people don't so (laughs) so you need to always look at it from a positive standpoint even if you don't necessarily get jobs when you go to interviews and stuff when you're first trying to break into technology it's not the end of the world but the fact that you can even get to an interview is such a positive thing because a lot of people don't even make it to that point. Literally. So you got so you got to look at it like that. The fact that you made it to the interview is a great sign. And if you, you know, hit a couple interviews here and there, one one somebody's gonna give you a chance, two something's gonna go well, and because because you, you keep putting the effort there, you keep putting yourself in those spaces, something is gonna click for you eventually. It's like sales and you know folks that I, I mean if you listen you know i'm a i'm a sales guy and I, I love the sales aspect of life honestly yeah. definitely in my profession and that it's very numerical i mean you don't necessarily have to be 
you know, Mr. Charisma or Mrs. Charisma, you know, the best person that will miss, miss know it all. You don't have to be that person. What you do have to be is Mr. or Miss Persistence, Mr. or Miss follow up and follow through. You know, if you can follow up on people, you can follow through on commitments. Good money and good money in any field that you want to get into, honestly, because honestly, you're going to have the biggest fundamentals already understood exactly what I just said. Follow up, follow through, and persistence. If you're that person, you can talk your way into any kind of room you want to talk your way into. If you're persistent enough, you follow up and you follow through on your plan to do so. You'll get that. You'll get that. But the thing is, a lot of people don't think that's so, bro. They, they think, again, with those mental roadblocks, that initial resistance, either internally to taking to the information or externally to people taking to them, is uh, you know a death sentence to them even getting into anything. It's just not going to happen. It's a non-starter. No way, Jose. Back mm. to my way. My way is doing what? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but it's going to work, though. My thing is this. Don't, don't be that person. Because uh, your life on a mission is going to have an expiration date. And that's just a full stop. I'm going to be very happy now even. I'm just being real with y'all. But, you know, definitely as my future progresses and continues to progress, I'm going to definitely be very happy with the way my life went. You know, um, I got my my stuff together early. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As far as yeah. the mental things that you have to get past that will p- keep you out of the high tax brackets, keep you out of the high income game and all the gains and pains that come with that. But I'm going to take this lifestyle over any other lifestyle. That's why we promote it the way we do and want y'all to get into it. And I'm going to be very happy with my life is because I'm at a position like yourself where I can even teach people to do this. And the people who take to it actually can do it. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's a yeah. beautiful thing, bro. It's a very beautiful mm-hmm. thing that we've been able to put ourselves into as tradespeople. And it's no scam. You know, that's the thing. No scam at all here. You guys do what we're telling you to do. It happened for you. It's an, it's not a you know if and or but you know uh, you know a whole bunch of contingencies. Just exactly what we're saying to do over these broadcasts. Just do it. You know honestly, put yourself on rails for the knowledge transfer to happen. People more knowledgeable than you have written and recorded video, anything else to get you to knowledgeable state within any given practice. You just have to commit to learning it. That's it. You just have to commit to sitting down like, okay, I will be as a sponge. My resistances, I will break away from. And I will understand that I can listen to this man or woman, record their tasks, practice on my own based off of the recordings, and then become that master that I want to be in this particular technology. Don't, don't let it confuse you. It's literally just a mouse keyboard monitor and that brain that thing in between your shoulders just gotta use it yeah and that's great man i think you just broke it down like perfectly and um yeah i mean <laughs> i mean what what more can we say man i mean you need to just uh you know get to it man in life the the, the areas that you put your energy and focus in uh that's where you're going to see results so you know if, if you're putting into into areas that are you know, not fruitful for you, maybe your results are not going to be that fruitful. So with that being said, I think, man, we kind of touched on everything, man. We touched on the college piece. We touched on the technologies piece. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you, you wanted to kind of chop into? I think we really covered it, bro. I mean, I hope yeah. you folks again really took to what Vaughn said, especially that biggest thing here. It's not a long time that you have to commit. You just have to commit. You just have to commit to becoming a trace person. We're going to preach about the technology thing. I mean, you're going to keep hearing this because, I mean, this is the hottest field to be in. I mean, it just is what it is. And what it, and what it ain't is a lie, you know, but we don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, man. So definitely uh, tune into our next episode. It's going to be a good one. We're going to bring you a lot of informative information as always. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Fonz underscore on a mission 27. You can find me on Twitter on on a, on, uh, on a mission underscore 27. Uh, you can find 
us on social media and uh, follow the podcast page at Lone Pod. Uh, and Steph, what's your info? Yeah, y'all hit me up at GD Success Story on um, Twitter. Uh, Mr. Bottles at Mr. Bottles on yeah. Instagram. Today we on that. Uh, I'm being cheap today. I'm like rolling rock. I've been rolling rocks today. I'm, I'm chilling. Hey, today. rolling rocks. That's what I used to have in college. <laughs> I love it, bro. I love rolling. You know that nice peanut taste store. You know hey, you don't want to get yeah. that. Oh, I love a lot of beers, man. I love used rolling. To, we used to have that in college, man, because uh, you know back then we didn't have the funds to kind of get the yeah, bells and all that cheap. stuff. So yeah, keep it, keep it real cheap. You know, yeah. just like that. Uh, whatever you get, it you get uh, <laughs> 12, 12 of these for ten dollars. You know, I just happened to go to the yeah, gas. That's a like great deal. Great deal. Yeah, Especially when you're in college, man. Great deal. Anything for cheap was was free game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hope y'all know. Yeah, y'all up on that now. If you didn't know, now you know. Don't get PBRs and all that other stuff. I mean, just personally, I would say Rolling Rock is probably the best thing you could do. Yeah, low budget yeah. like that. I, I actually yeah. crave the taste of a Rolling Rock every now and then. <laughs> like literally, yeah, it's, it's good. I mean, no, low key, low key, it's good. It's good. So, but that's dope, man. So we we going we gonna let everybody have a good weekend, and we are gonna wrap this one up. And we're going to catch y'all on the next episode. So peace. Yeah, y'all be easy. Mm -hmm. Thank you for tuning in to Life on a Mission podcast brought to you by Anchor by Spotify. Anchor was recently acquired by Spotify. Great acquisition, if you ask me. The tool set is allowing us to distribute our podcast all throughout the internet, essentially. And you can do the same. Now, with that said, if you need any advice about any of the context of the conversation that we had today, you can reach us at info at L-O-A-M-P-O-D And additionally on Twitter at LoamPod, as well as Instagram at LoamPod. Looking forward to hearing from you.